0: Hey y'all. Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform.
1: Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgets and Aspects family.
0: And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes.
1: Okay, so today we're talking about Season 8, Episode 14 called Trial and Error. We start out inside Garth's boat. An alarm goes off. Uh, Kevin Tran rolls over in bed. The Kevin! clock sh- <laughs> Yay, Kevin! <laughs> uh, the clock shows that it's 5 a.m. Kevin shuts off the alarm. He gets up and crosses a date off the calendar. It's January 11th, 2013. He moves down the stairs into the main space of the boat and pours a cup of coffee and then sits at the table, puts on headphones, picks up the tablet, and we see that it shakes in his vision. And uh, we cut to
0: He's not having a good time. No.
1: Nope. Uh, we cut to some time later. Kevin stands at the stove frying a hot dog. It's sizzling. Uh, then he's sitting at the table holding the tablet and he rubs his head. He opens a large bottle, a really large bottle of aspirin. <laughs> he is
0: stocked up. Yeah. He shakes
1: out some pills and drinks some coffee. He makes a notation from the tablet. And then he gets up from the chair and places a note on the wall, or on a wall, that is covered with notes. He falls into bed at 2.45 a.m. We cut to a few hours later. The time switches from 4.59 to 5 a.m. And the wow. alarm, I know, and the alarm 2 goes 45
0: off. 2.45 to 5 o'clock, that's yeah. all you sleep?
1: That's all he's doing, Yuck. Yeah. Uh, His alarm goes off. Kevin turns off the alarm and frowns at the clock.
0: I would be so cranky too, man. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Ain't no way.
1: (laughs) He's wearing the same clothes as the day before. He crosses uh, January 12, 2013 off the calendar and pours himself a cup of coffee. At the stove, he fries a hot dog while eating another hot dog. Mm. (laughs) Sometimes you want more than one.
0: I mean, yeah, but I would hope that it was at least cooked. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Then he holds the tablet in both hands, and the tablet shakes in his vision. He rubs his temples and takes some more aspirin. He makes some more notes and sticks another note on the wall, and then he face plants on the bed at 2.45 a.m. Then time switches from 4.59 to 5 a.m. The alarm goes off uh, and then stops. He's still wearing the same clothes. Like, take a shower, man.
0: I know, dude. Like, you've got a shower, I'm assuming. Yeah.
1: (laughs) He crosses uh, January 31st, 2013, off on the calendar. Uh, The the scene speeds up. Uh, It's all the same. Coffee, aspirin, tablet, notes, stick note on wall, eat hot dog, face plant uh, (laughs) into bed at 2.45 a.m. The alarm goes off and stops. He's still wearing the same clothes. Uh, He crosses February 7th, 2013, off on the calendar. Like, dude,
0: you ripe. Take a shower.
1: (laughs) Then then he does the coffee, hot dog, aspirin, note on the wall. Uh, He stares at the notes covering the wall and then says, Holy crap. Holy crap! (laughs) And then he starts bleeding from his nose. (laughs) He puts his fingers to a bloody nostril says, holy crap, (laughs) and then he faints. (laughs) Well. That's not good. (laughs) Then time switches to 5 a.m. The alarm goes off, and we see Kevin still passed out on the floor, both nostrils bloody. And not waking up. Nope. And we get our opening title sequence. So we cut to Dean inside the bunker. Uh, We see albums wrapped in plastic, placed on a wire rack and uh, Dean's hand as he repositions a Led Zeppelin album. He fixes the gun on a hook on the walls, pats it twice. He pulls a photo out of of his wallet and looks at it. He says, hey mom and then he places the picture um, showing a young Dean and his mom on the light stand that's on the desk. Sam says, wow. Dean turns around. Sam is standing in the doorway. He says, not bad. Dean says, not bad. Are you kidding me? I put so
0: much work into this. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he says, I haven't had my own room ever. I'm making this awesome. I got my kick-ass vinyl. I got this killer mattress. He sits down on the bed and says, memory foam. It remembers me. There's some things you probably... There
0: are some things to do with Dean that the memory foam probably shouldn't remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Let's be real. (laughs) Uh, Sam takes uh, a piece of gum out of a wrapper and sticks it in his mouth. Dean says, and it's clean, too. There's no funky smell. There's no creepy motel stains. Sam tosses (laughs) the gum wrapper at the wastebasket, and he misses. Dean looks at it on the floor and says, really? Really? Sam holds up his hands and says, "Sorry, Dean." Sorry, says, not sorry. Yeah, I'm
0: doing this just to piss you off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, "I'm gonna fix us some grub," and he walks out of the room. Sam goes into the room. He sees the picture of young Dean with their mom, um, and we see that Dean's room has the walls covered with guns, uh, the purgatory weapon, and knives. We see 1950s era furniture. And the neatly made bed with one pillow. That made me sad for some reason. Like, get two pillows.
0: It's like, I think it's like a military type setup for yeah. the bed. you know, Yeah. Which is probably all he would really know. You know? That's
1: true. <laughs> <clears throat> so Sam smiles. Uh, we cut to the bunker library. Sam is sitting at a table and Dean enters holding two plates. Dean says, what are you reading? Sam says, sort of uh, everything. Which is... A lot. Yeah, like, you don't need to do that. No. <laughs> Sam puts a plate down on Sam's table, or Dean puts a plate down on Sam's table, and Dean says, oh good, somebody's gonna have to dig through all this, and it ain't gonna be me.
0: <laughs> He's like, you can just go ahead and geek right out about yep. that, and I'll be over here. You know?
1: <laughs> Sam lifts up the top bun of the burger on his plate, and says, you made these? Dean says, we have a real kitchen now. Sam says, I know. I just didn't think you knew what a kitchen was. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Dean says, I'm nesting, okay? Eat. Leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> Sam takes a big bite out of his burger. And Dean watches, smiling, and says, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah?
1: Sam, with a mouth full of food, says, wow. <laughs> Dean says, you are welcome. <laughs> uh-huh, <sicko. laughs> Dean <is> I a- <laughs> know things. <laughs> Dean is about to take a bite of his own burger when we hear his phone ring. He sighs and then pulls the phone out of his pocket. He answers and says, yo. Kevin says, Dean, come quick. And then he hangs up. Dean says, what? Kevin. Kevin. Mm-hmm. Sam says, something wrong? Dean says, guess. And then Dean stands up with his plate in his hand and leaves. Sam stands, starts to follow, then stops and grabs his plate, and then runs after Dean. And they're like, wait, we put plates in the... Do they go
0: in a dishwasher?
1: You know, like... No, I think because there's food on their plates still. I think they're they're like, I'm bringing my food with me. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, that's fair. I didn't remember that part.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I didn't say it. (laughs) Um, So we cut to Garth's boat. Uh, Dean comes through the metal door uh, with his gun at the ready. Sam on his heels, uh, gun also out and about. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, "Kevin, it's us." Dean heads towards a door marked N two R T STB. He opens the door and sees Kevin totally vomiting into the toilet. Blech. Dean says, "Found him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam enters. <That's> into- <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sam enters the doorway, and Kevin keeps puking. Uh, We cut to sometime later. Kevin is sitting at the table, wiping his bloody nose. Dean says, wow, you look like hammered crap. (laughs) Kevin says, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's
0: just like, yep, I do.
1: (laughs) Sam says, are you sleeping? Kevin says, not really. Dean says, are you eating? Kevin says, hot dogs, mostly. Dean says, sure, yeah, breakfast of champions. Look, I'm going to feel dirty saying this, but you might want a salad and a shower. (laughs) Kevin says, I know, and I've been getting bad headaches and nosebleeds, and I think maybe I had a small stroke, but it was worth it. (laughs) Sam says, what was worth it? Kevin says, I figured out how to close the gates of hell. Dean smiles and says, come here, you smelly son of a bitch. And Dean gives Kevin a big hug, lifting him off the ground. Everybody laughs. laughs. Sam says, okay, okay, so what does this mean? What are we looking at? Kevin says, it's a spell. Dean says, and? Kevin says, and it's just a few words in Enochian, but, and he gives Dean a piece of paper. Dean says, oh, here we go. Kevin says, the spell has to be spoken after you finish each of the three trials. Sam says, trials, like uh, law and order? Dean hands Sam the piece of paper Not quite Yeah. And Kevin says More like Hercules The tablet says Whosoever chooses to undertake these tasks Should fear not danger nor death Nor uh, A word I think means getting your spine Ripped out through your mouth for all eternity (laughs) Yay (laughs) Dean says Good times Kevin says Basically God built a series of tests And when you've done all three You can slam the gates Sam says, So what? God wants us to take the SATs? Kevin says, I guess. Uh, he works in mysterious ways? <laughs> Dean says, Yeah, mysterious, douchey ways. All right, where do we start? Kevin says, I've only been able to crack one of the tests so far, and it's gross. You got to kill a, h- a hound of hell and bathe in its blood. Dean says, Awesome. Sam says, Awesome. <laughs> Dean says, Yeah hey if this means icing all demons i got no problem getting some devil dog and letting calgon take me away kevin says where are you gonna find one dean says well hellhounds like to collect on crossroad deals so all we got to do is track down some loser who signed over a special sauce 10 years ago get between him and clifford the big dead dog easy kevin says doesn't sound easy and you know what? I also think that that does not sound easy. No. <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> like, where do you even start with that one? Like, yeah, you know what you have to do. Like, the theory is simple. But, like, how do you go about finding somebody who's made a deal just, hey, has anybody, like, ever done something stupid?
1: You know, and, like... and their deal is up now, yeah. too, you know? Not just, like, that yeah. it happened, but not that it's like been it 10 years. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: like, okay, well, <clears throat> I got three more years to go. Okay, well, can you <laughs> let me know of anybody else?
1: Yeah. Right. Sam says, it's not. Dean says, look, you get on the net and see what you can dig up. I'm going to go for a supply run because we need goofer dust. And the kid needs to eat something that's not ground up hooves and pig's anises. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> so we cut to sometime later. Kevin walks uh, into the main compartment. He's freshly showered and shaven and wearing clean clothes. Kevin says, okay, I feel a lot better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You had like three weeks of grime on you, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sam says, hey, Kevin, buddy, you got to slow down. Kevin says, what? Sam says, get some shut eye. Take a day off. Open a window. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> like,
0: oh, my God. Breathe some fresh air, man. <laughs> I know.
1: Go outside. <laughs> Kevin says, no. <laughs> you said nuking hell. That's how I get out. That's how I go home. Sam says, right. It is. But you can't live like this. Kevin says, You think I want to? I hate it here. I can't leave because every demon on the planet wants to peel my face off. I can't talk to anyone except for you guys or Garth when he swings by. Or my mom, right? And when she calls, all she does is cry. I just need this to be over. That would be horrible. Yeah. Just having your mom just, like, cry every time she talks to you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sam says... I know, I do, but trust me on this, this whole saving the world thing, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You got to take better care of yourself. Dean comes in and says, hey, did you know that there are like 6,000 kinds of tomatoes? (laughs) He is impressed by the produce, (laughs) he's like, what is this world of vegetables? (laughs) He puts uh, some plastic shopping bags down on the table and says, did you find anything? Sam says, yeah, demon signs. Ten years ago, all centered on Shoshone, Idaho. Dean says, okay, well, big time mojo means big time freak. So anyone have a horseshoe shoved up his ass? Sam says, that's one way of putting it. Uh, meet the, he, he clears his throat and turns his laptop around to show Dean and says, Meet the Cassidy's, small-time farmers who struck oil on their land in February of 3 Which is weird, because geological surveys... Dean says, yeah, you have me at weird. All right. We're thinking, deal? Yeah, whatever, we're good. (laughs) Yeah. Sam says, best lead we got. Dean says, well, let's go visit the Beverly Hillbillies. You stay here, he says to Kevin, and work on step number two. And uh, if you come across anything about hellhounds, drop a dime, okay? Because between the the claws and teeth and the whole invisibility thing... Those bitches can be, well, real bitches. <laughs> he reaches into a shopping bag and pulls out two bottles. He says, I got you a present. He gives one bottle to Kevin and says, the blue ones are for headaches and the green ones are for pep. And he gives Kevin the second bottle. Dean <laughs> says, don't OD. I'm
0: like, please don't die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kevin says, thanks. And the boys walk away. Sam says to Dean, you sure about that? Dean says, Sam, we are on the one-yard line. It's time to play through the pain. So we cut to the Cassidy Farms. It's daytime. The Impala rolls up to the gates, um, and the gates open automatically. So the Impala rolls into the driveway, and we see a very nice, neat farm. Uh, The screen says Shoshone, Idaho. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Shoshone? Shoshone?
0: Shoshone, I think. I don't know. Okay.
1: Okay, so Dean parks and says, All right, keep an eye out. Anybody with a hellhound on their ass is going to be showing signs. Hallucinating, freaking out, the usual.
0: Mm-hmm. Sam... Losing their mind generally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sam says, and if we find someone? Dean says, you get him clear. He picks up Ruby's demon-killing knife blah, 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 and says, I spike Fido. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> and he puts the knife inside his pocket and they get out of the car. So we hear the sound of a wrench and see a tractor with the body on a mechanic's dolly working under it. Dean says, hey pal, who runs this joint? And then a pretty young woman uh, slides out from under the tractor. Her name is Ellie. She says, you're looking at her. Sam says, you own the ranch? Ellie says, nope, just manage the property. You guys hear about the job? Dean says, how'd you guess? <laughs> Ellie mm-hmm. says, we get our share of drifters. Ever work on a farm before? Dean says, definitely. Sam says, we're quick learners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I know what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, another man approaches the group. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's me>. you. <laughs> His name is Carl. Um, Carl Granville. Ellie, he says, Ellie, who do we got here? Dean says, I'm Dean. This is Sam. Carl says, oh, Carl Granville. A pleasure. Sam says, pleasure. So you're not a Cassidy? Carl says, no, my wife is. Her and her family own the place. I'm just one of those, uh, what do you call them? And he pats his very pudgy belly and mm-hmm. says, trophy husbands. And he laughs. laughs. Carl says, so, we hiring the fellows? Ellie says, not sure yet. Carl says, oh, come on. They seem like swell guys. Dean says, well, he's right. We're swell and Sam and Dean smile
0: like <laughs>
1: that seems a little skeezy to me seems a little weird <laughs> yeah. yep. Yep. Uh, so we cut to sometime time later uh, Ellie shows them a small room with two beds she says you bed down in here breakfast is at 5, dinner is at 8 and in between you're mine questions? Dean says I miss my room <laughs> Sam says we're good Ellie says, "Okay, job is yours if you want it, but I have, but I better warn you, it's crap work." So we cut to inside the barn. Dean, literally crap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dean is shoveling manure. <laughs> Dean says, "Crap." She literally meant crap.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what happens with animals? <laughs> they poop.
1: They poop. That's right. And you right. know where they poop? Wherever the <laughs> hell, <laughs> hell they want. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Dean dumps a shovel of manure into a wheelbarrow and walks over to a horse with its head hanging out of the stall. Dean says, I hate you.
0: you <laughs> very nice. Uh, uh,
1: we hear a woman named Alice say uh, to someone, I don't care. Do I look like a hippie? And then we see that Ellie and Alice are at the barn's entrance having a loud discussion. Ellie says, organic food is better for the cattle. Alice says, my land, my animals, my money, my way. End of story. And Alice walks away. Ellie sighs. Dean goes over and says, she's a real piece of work, huh? Ellie says, Alice Cassidy is a piece of something, all right. But what are you going to do? She's the boss. Dean says, drink? (laughs) But Ellie walks away. Sam says, so what are we thinking? Dean says, what, deal-wise? Well, Ellie's the help, so that rules her out. Sam says, and Carl doesn't really seem like the sell-your-soul type. So, Alice? Dean says, ding, ding, ding. Sam says, should we talk to her? Dean says, why, so she can lie to us and then call the cops? No. No, we're going to have to go stalk her on this one, Sammy. So we cut to the patio. It's nighttime. Carl and Alice are sitting outside having dinner. They're holding hands and drinking wine. Carl says, the whole horse? Alice says, oh, yes. Carl says, seriously? Alice says, yes. And they both laugh. Um, Alice says, what does she... And then they hear an animal howling in the distance. Carl says, just a wolf. Alice says, yeah, probably spooked the hell out of the horses. I should check on them. Carl says, well, all right, hurry back. Alice says, okay. So Sam and Dean are watching close by, like total creepers <laughs> like, hey <laughs> um,
0: anybody do anything stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
1: and then they walk back inside the house um, Alice is walking towards the barn um, and the animal howls again in the distance Carl's still sitting um, he hears an animal growling close by and then a hellhound attacks him Carl says no mm-hmm. and there's a spray of blood and Carl is dead Well, I kind of liked Carl, so that's sad.
0: Yeah, I like Carl well enough, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we cut to some time later. The sheriff says, God Almighty. And he's kneeling by Carl's sheet-covered body. Um, Ellie, Dean, and Sam are standing there. Dean says, I'm sorry, Ellie. Carl seemed like a good guy. Ellie says, the best. Sam says, you say his head was practically ripped off? The sheriff says, and you are? Sam says just curious (laughs) yeah Sam says just curious Ellie says he's new he works here the sheriff says Carl died bad let's leave it at that they've been reintroducing wolves around these parts but I never thought Ellie says this wasn't a wolf I gotta make some phone calls the whole family's flying in for this the sheriff says all the Cassidy's under one roof good luck (laughs) Dean says oh son of a bitch Sam says, so, what do you think? Dean says, I think Carl signed the deal, and now he's dog food. Hellhound's gone, and we were too busy chasing a pile of jack to stop it. Let's grab our stuff and get out of here. Um, So we cut to the barn. Uh, Sam walks in. Alice is brushing a horse, um, and thunder rumbles. Sam says, you okay, Miss Cassidy? Alice says, fine. Sam says, you sure? Alice says, I really am. And I know I shouldn't be because I loved Carl, I think. I just can't remember why. Sam says, What do you mean? Alice says, I mean, Carl grew up around here. We went to school together and he was always mooning over me. But I never, I mean, I used to make fun of him, which makes you a bitch, Alice. Just yeah. I just want to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam says, When did you two get together? alice says valentine's day 2003 i was at this party carl was there and i was like i was seeing him for the first time you know suddenly he was cute and smart and funny it was magic carl and i were happy for 10 years now he's dead and i'm not sad or angry i'm just fine
0: that's a weird uh, thing to be yeah
1: (laughs) i think that i probably wouldn't admit that to anybody uh, especially somebody I just met.
0: Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we cut to the boys' bedroom. Dean is packing. Sam enters. Dean says, hey, we uh, we have any graveyard dirt? Sam says, we should. Why? Dean says, Yero? Sam says, yeah, no, Dean, no. We're not summoning a crossroads demon. Dean says, plan A bombed, so welcome to plan B. But
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He says, we get some red-eyed bitch in a trap. Then we hold a knife on her until she calls us in a pooch. Special delivery. Sam says, yeah, except when Crowley finds out we're dialing up hell, he won't send one hellhound. He'll send a hundred. That's not a plan, Dean. That's suicide. Dean says, well, you got a better idea? Sam says, yeah, we stay here. I just talked to Alice in the barn. Carl didn't sell his soul for oil. He sold it for Alice. Dean says, his wife? Sam says, he loved her. She barely noticed him, so he made a deal, and now that time's up, and it's like she barely even knew the guy. Dean says, you think our demon signed up more than one schmuck while he was in town? Sam says, wouldn't be the first time. Look, Dean, this family's rich because someone booked a one-way ticket downstairs, and as of tomorrow, they're all going to be right here. Dean says, and you want to scope them out. Sam says I want to kill a hellhound and not die (laughs) how about you that's
0: fair you know payback is a bitch yep
1: (laughs) Dean says two days then we do it my way so we cut to the driveway it's daytime an SUV pulls up and parks An older gray man, an older man with gray hair, (laughs) is what I meant to say, (laughs) uh, gets out of the vehicle. Um, Ellie, Sam, and Dean are standing and watching as Alice greets the man. Ellie says, meet Noah Cassidy. He's 71, worth a billion, and just married wife number five, a 20-year-old lingerie model. Dean says, because they have so much in common. (laughs) Decidedly
0: not. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Ellie says, Alice is his oldest, and that's Cindy, the middle girl. Um, Cindy gets out of the SUV. She's wearing a mini dress and a short white fur jacket. She greets Alice with a peck on the cheek. Ellie says, she has a single on the country chart, or she had a single on the country chart a few years ago. Then she started hitting the bottle, and, well, her last album was a bunch of holiday songs for dogs. (laughs) My favorites were Jingle Bark Rock and Don't Pee on This Tree happy arbor day (laughs) dean says so she's the devil (laughs) ellie says pretty much uh we hear a door close and a younger woman gets out of the suv ellie says and there's the baby Margot. she ran away just before alice and carl tied the knot she lives in paris sam says how do you know all this ellie says i've been working on this farm since i was 13 and i've got eyes Okay, tonight is an all-hands-on-deck situation. I'm going to need one of you inside, serving dinner and pouring drinks. A lot of drinks. <laughs> Dean says... We're going
0: to need to be drunk. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Dean says to Sam, okay, well, have fun. And he pats him on the arm. He says, I won't wait up. Ellie says, and somebody's got a man the girl. Dean says, what kind of girl? He's like,
0: ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: all domesticated now. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: So we cut to the patio at night. Dean is wearing it and manning the grill. Uh, Ellie comes up. Dean says, impressed? Ellie says, I do like a man who can handle his meat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) Uh, So we cut to the dining room. Sam pours wine into Cindy's glass. Uh, the Cassidy's are all seated at the table, and everyone has large glasses of uh, red wine and plates loaded with food. Uh, Margot is pushing food around on her plate. Cindy says, "Really? Keep it coming, Kendall." So Sam drains the rest of the bottle into Cindy's glass, but
0: mm-hmm. there's not
1: much left in the bottle, so she gives an annoyed wave of her hand. Ugh. Noah says, "You're the best, Ellie," and Noah winks at Ellie as she takes his plate away. Margo says, Al, I'm so sorry about Carl. I mean, he was the love of your life. Alice says, right. Noah says, please, she can do better. Which is not very nice to say about a dead guy. I
0: know. (laughs) Okay, even if you didn't like him, like, tact. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Cindy says, maybe Alice should marry a child. Take after her father. Noah says, Ivanka's not a child. Cindy says, right. She's a prostitute who looks like a child. Margot says, are you done? Alice is a mourning. Cindy says, oh, I'm sorry, Margie. I didn't see you there. You're too far up on your high horse. She laughs, and Sam takes her plate away. She says, oh, yes, but you are right. We should all take a minute and say a few words about Carl. You first. She leans towards Margot and says, was he a good lay? Alice says, what? <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah. Cindy says, oh, you didn't know? Yeah, Daddy caught him going at it in the barn. Marco says, Al, it was before you two got together. I mean, Carl, he loved you. Noah says, yeah, that was back when Margie was fat and Sin was sober a long time ago. Cindy says, get cancer and die, old man. Noah says, you first, sweetie. So Sam walks into another Ellie says, more or less. Sam says, how can you work here? And he opens another bottle of wine. Ellie says, I love the property, I love the animals, and I tune out the people. So we cut back to the dining room. Alice says, well, I can't remember the last time we all sat down and had a meal together. Cindy says, it was back at the old crappy house when Daddy invited that traveling salesman to dinner. Margo says, oh, him. Alice says, he was so charming. Cindy says, yeah, English. Noah says, what was his name? Kenny? Margo, <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: going to now start calling him Kenny.
1: <laughs> Good old Kenny. <laughs> Margo, Alice, and Cindy say, Crowl, crowl, crowl. <laughs> Sam enters carrying a bottle of wine as the three Cassidy sisters try to sound out the name. And uh, Sam realizes who they're remembering. Margot, Alice, and Cindy say, Crowell, and then they say, Crowley? Sam says, Hmm. <laughs> mm. And they say, Crowley again. So we cut to outside. Dean says, Crowley? Sam says, That's what they said. Apparently he swung through town ten years ago to the day. Dean says, So what do you think? Tea and Crumpets made those deals and now he's collecting? Sam says, Or he's just sent his dog, told it to go fetch. Dude's king of hell. Grabbing a few souls? That's got to be below his pay grade. Dean says, I guess. So, any idea who signed the dotted line? Sam says, I have no clue. It's brutal in there. Uh, Dean's phone rings. He answers it and says, hey, Kev, what's up? His phone is on speaker. Kevin says, hey, Dean, good news. I think, uh, kinda. Dean says, well, don't oversell it. Kevin says, sorry, um, I found something on the tablet about hellhounds. Uh, This mean anything to you? The dire creatures may be seen only by the damned or through an object scorched with holy fire. Sam says, like with holy oil. Dean says, it's got to be. We could use a window. Kevin says, or glasses.
0: Because I'm going to carry around a window (laughs) (laughs) to look through because that's That's just so (laughs) easy. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Dean says, I think we still got some Jesus juice left in the trunk all right i'll take care of the uh x-ray specs you stay here do not let jr and the gang out of your sight all right sam says right and says hey kevin uh you did great man get some sleep kevin says okay thank but then dean closes the phone (laughs) (laughs) they walk away and kevin reaches for a bottle of or the green bottle of pills don't take any more pills kevin Pill free.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, at this point, I think they're the only thing keeping them together. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um,
1: So Dean searches through containers of tools and other things. He finds two pairs of glasses, which is a little convenient. Um, He holds up uh, one pair to the light. We cut back to the dining room. Sam is removing plates from the table. Cindy and Alice are sitting there. Cindy says, Oh, look. And we can see through the window that Noah, Noah, and Margot are armed and walking outside. Cindy says, "Daddy's drunk and armed. Must be Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> Sam looks and then runs out of the dining room. Uh, so we cut to outside. Sam, who's now wearing his coat, runs after Noah and Margot. Sam says, "Hey, hey, hey! Where are you going?" Noah says, "Wherever I damn well please. The wolf that killed my son-in-law. He's a man-eater. Got to be put down." Margot says, "Doing this for Carl." Sam says, okay, just just hold on a second. Noah says, no, going now. Sam says, I'll come with you. Uh, Noah stops and turns around to face Sam. He says, you know anything about hunting, boy? Sam says, a little bit, yeah. Noah ha- uh, nods his head towards Margo, and she hands her rifle to Sam. Noah says, let's do it. So we cut to the barn doorway. Dean is holding um, the jar of holy oil. He pours some oil onto the floor, lights a match, and passes a pair of glasses through the fire, and does the same with the second pair.
0: You would think that they would actually, like, dunk the thing in holy oil and then light it or something. Yeah. just like, oh, here's a little, like, wisp of smoke here, you know? Yeah.
1: That's what I thought, too. It was weird. Yeah. So he puts on a pair and looks around. Uh, He sees Ellie walking towards the barn, and he stamps out the fire. Ellie says, about Dean wearing his glasses. I like it. Dean takes the glasses off and puts them in his pocket. Ellie says, the whole Clark Kent look. Dean says, Ellie, hey. Ellie says, hey, so. And she puts her, or she gets close and puts her hand on Dean's chest. She says, I think you're really hot. You want to go to my room and have sex? What? (laughs) Dean says, what? (laughs) What? Ellie says, I, sorry, I don't usually do this. I guess I'm feeling my oats. Dean says, I can't. Ellie says, what? Okay. Uh, embarrassing. Dean says, oh, no, 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 no. I want to. Believe me. Ellie says, no, it's okay. You don't. I guess I'm gonna. Dean says, Ellie, uh, rain check? Ellie says, this is one night only. Sorry. So we cut to the woods. Uh, Noah, Margo, and Sam are walking through the woods. Um, there's some thunder. All three are holding their guns out, but pointed at the ground. Uh, Sam hears a branch snap, so he turns around uh, towards the sound with his rifle up. The other two keep going, so Sam is now walking through the woods alone. Um, a rifle is cocked, and the barrel is shoved in front of Sam's face. He gasps and grabs the rifle barrel and shoves it down. It's Noah. He says, watch yourself, boy. Where's Margie? Sam says, I thought she was with you. And then they hear Margot scream, and they run towards the sound. Uh, the hellhound is barking and snarling. Margo is on the ground, still screaming. Sam and Noah run into the small clearing, um, where Margo's uh, laying on the ground. Uh, the hellhound is tearing into her. Sam fires his rifle at the hellhound, hits it, and the hound yelps in pain. Noah says, oh my god, no! Sam says, go back to the house. And Sam grabs Noah, forcing him away from Margo. He says, go, move! Noah says, no! And Margo lies on the ground, her throat ripped out. She is very dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's very dead! <laughs> she is very dead. <laughs> Not just slightly dead.
0: <laughs> She's, she, he's only mostly dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in <storming> the castle. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we cut to the living room. Noah, Cindy, and Alice are all sitting there looking upset. Uh, Sam and Dean enter. Noah says, what was that thing? Dean says, it was a hellhound. See, when you sell your soul to a demon, they're the ones that come to rip it out of you. Alice says, Demon? Dean says, Crowley, poncy guy, about yay big, mountain of dicks, we know he was here ten years ago making dreams come true, now if you didn't sign, great, that freak out there won't touch you, but if you did, I need to know, and I need to know now, so, hands up. Noah says, so, wait, the British guy was a demon, and now there's a hellhound after us? Are you insane? Cindy says, they're obviously insane. <laughs>
0: People are dying around you left and right. Let's think this through. You guys are stupid. <laughs> yep.
1: Sam says, don't play dumb. Cindy says, yeah, I'm not playing. I didn't sell my damn soul. Dean says, well, somebody did. And the sooner that idiot owns up, the sooner the rest of you can go. Cindy and Alice look around. Dean says, all right, see you, Sam says, yeah. Alice says, what? Sam says, look, I'm going to spread goofer dust around the doors and the windows. That will keep the hellhound out for a while. Noah says what is uh, how long Dean says long enough for me to stab it in the throat (laughs) Noah says no way no way you can't do this you can't Dean says yes I can you want to know why because it's what I do and buddy I'm the best see I got old yeller out there and maybe just maybe you walk away I don't you're meat so sit down he points his gun at Noah and says shut up and put these on and he holds up a pair of handcuffs so Dean pours a line of goofer dust and then Sam handcuffs Noah Cindy and Alice Alice says I don't who are you people Sam says we're here to help Noah says like you helped Margie Sam says when the hell hand gets close you might start seeing things and hearing things it's gonna feel like you took the brown acid and it's trying to kill you the handcuffs are so you won't hurt yourself Dean says, and when one of you starts bugging out, we'll know who's on tap to beat Puppy Chow. And he walks away. So we cut to outside the room. Dean spreads the goofer dust. Sam, Sam comes up behind him and says, so, what's our play? <laughs> Dean says, well, you camp here. Figure out who hoard their soul. I'm going to go scout the grounds, see if I can't gank Huckleberry Hound before he makes his next move. Okay. Sam says, wait, you're not going alone, Dean. I'm going to come with you. Dean says, wrong Sam says, uh, they're on lockdown, and you need backup. Dean says, no, I don't. Sam says, yes, you do. Dean says, no, I need you to be safe, Sam, okay? That's what I need. Sam says, what? What am I? When are we ever safe? Dean says, this is different.
0: That's a fair question. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fair
1: question. (laughs) Sam says, how? Dean says, because of the three trials crap. God's little obstacle course. We've been down roads like this before, man. With yellow eyes, Lucifer, dick friggin' Roman. We both know where this ends. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I miss that dick. (laughs) Uh, Dean says, we both know where this ends. One of us dies. Or worse. Sam says, so what? You've just up and decided it's going to be you? Dean says, I'm a grunt, Sam. You're not. You've always been the brains of this operation. Sam says, Dean... Dean says, and you tell me yourself that you see a way out. You see a light at the end of this ugly-ass tunnel. I don't. But I'll tell you what I do know is that I'm going to die with a gun in my hand because that's what I have waiting for me. That's all I have waiting for me. I want you to get out. I want you to have a life. Become a man of letters, whatever. You with a wife and kids and, and grandkids living till you're fat and bald and chugging Viagra. That is my perfect ending, and it's the only one I'm going to get. So I'm going to do these trials. I'm going to do them alone. End of story. You're staying here. I'm going out there. And if Landshark comes knocking, you call me. If you try to follow me, I'm going to put a bullet in your damn leg. And he walks away. Um. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack in that. There's a lot of a uh, spoilers that I can't talk about. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, I, I have feelings about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. There, there's, this is, I don't know how much we can actually say without it being really, really spoilery. Yeah.
1: There's not much, but, um, I don't like it.
0: <laughs>
1: nope. <laughs> the spoilers that I'm not going to tell you, I don't like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: I don't like that Dean feels this way about himself. You know, I don't mind his vision for Sam's future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. he, he loves Sam and wants him to live old and have babies and you yeah. know. But um yeah, I don't I didn't like it.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't like it at all. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Can't say much more than that. No, no, no.
1: So we cut to the yard outside. Dean is walking around. Uh, He pulls his glasses from his pocket and puts them on and looks around through them. Uh, He hears music and walks towards the closed barn door. Uh, So he goes inside, and the music is louder but still kind of distant. It's uh, the song I Touch Myself (laughs) by the Divinals. I don't know if I said that right. I have no idea. Uh, But I'm very, very... Uh, what's the word? Familiar with that song? <laughs> but, yeah. Um. He slides the barn door closed. Uh. Takes his glasses off. Puts them in his pocket. Uh. We cut to the living room. Sam is wearing his holy oiled glasses and looking outside while the Cassidy's bicker. Cindy says, "You sold your soul. Admit it." Noah says, "Why the hell would you think that?" Cindy says, "Cause you're a walking corpse and you're married to a centerfold. I did the math." <laughs> you're practically dead (laughs) (laughs) how does this work (laughs) (laughs) Noah says she likes money and I'm rich do it again you sing like crap so explain the music career (laughs) Cindy says hello (laughs) autotune Sam says alright that's enough Cindy says oh is it four eyes is it enough Noah says I don't know why you even think one of us made a deal Sam says, because you struck oil where there was no... Or, well, that doesn't make sense. Because you struck oil, oil where there was no... oil. I'm just going to say oil. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, does that seem weird to you? Alice says, Margie. Margie used to say that. That if we were rich, we'd all be happy. Noah says, right. We're the damn Waltons. I don't know who the Waltons are. I don't know. Okay. So we cut to inside the barn. Dean walks towards the music. And it is distorted by Ellie's closed door. So he enters Ellie's room without knocking, which is not cool. And
0: I'm just like, hey.
1: Um, Ellie uh, is dancing to the music and drinking from a bottle of beer. Uh, Dean turns the music off and she turns around. Ellie says, just in time.
0: I'm like, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dean says, Ellie, are you okay?
0: I mean, to be fair, like, she did invite him. Oh, yeah. At what, it's not, I mean, yes, you should still probably knock, but it, it's not like she doesn't want him anywhere near her,
1: you know? Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, She's
0: like, hey, I, I want this to happen. I appreciate her Come balls. find me whenever you yeah. want you know? <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, Ellie, are you okay? Ellie says, I'm good, and I bet you're great. She leans in, and they kiss. (laughs) They kiss, and she says, yep, great. Mm -hmm. Dean says, okay, listen. Okay, whatever happens, whatever you hear, you need to stay in here with that door locked. Sit tight, okay? This is going to sound crazy, but there's something evil out there. Ellie says, I know. Dean says, you know. Ellie says, it's coming for me. So they cut to the living room. Alice is struggling with the handcuffs. Noah says, I need to take a leak. Sam says, hold it. <laughs> Noah says, yeah, at my age, not really an option. So you either let me go or get me a bottle. Sydney <laughs> says, ugh, you're disgusting. Sam you goes, do what you gotta do. I know, right? Sam goes to look out the window. Um, he's still wearing his glasses, and he sees the outline of the hellhound. Alice gets out of the handcuffs and runs for the door. Sam turns around to see the door closing and says, wait... Uh, so Alice runs towards the car, and Sam arrives. Alice says, "No, no, please, just let me go, please." Sam grabs her and moves her back towards the house. She's crying. She says, "No, please, don't hurt my family." Sam says, "I'm not. I'm trying to help you." We hear, like, "What
0: have you? Listen!" <laughs> I know, right?
1: We hear growling and barking, and they stop for a moment. And I see, uh, Sam sees the hellhound through his holy-oiled glasses. He says, get in the house. Alice says, what? What? Sam says, go. Alice says, oh, God. (laughs) Sam says, go. (laughs) Go, go, go. (laughs) So we cut to Ellie's room. Uh, Dean and Ellie are sitting on the footrails of Ellie's bed. Ellie says, when my parents split up, my mom took a job here. This was before the Cassidys had money, but it was the best she could do. So I grew up on this farm. Dean says, and that's how you met Crowley? Ellie says, They had this big dinner, and after, I saw him kissing Margie. I ran. I didn't know what to do. But Crowley found me. We talked. He seemed so nice. Dean says, The best con men always do. (laughs) Ellie says, Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah." (laughs) Ellie says, He asked me if I had one wish, what it would be. So I told him. Dean says, And he made you sign over your soul. Ellie says, He didn't make me do anything. My mom, she had Parkinson's, early stages, and I knew how that story would end, so I took the deal. Ma is retired down in Phoenix now. She plays golf every day. Dean says, that was a stupid move, Ellie. Ellie says, I did it for my mom, Dean. What would you do for your mom? Dean says, I
0: don't want to talk about it. I know. <laughs> Dean
1: is I'm not going to think about it. <laughs> Dean says, you had to know this was coming. Ellie says, no, How? Dean says Crowley didn't tell you about the ten-year uh, ticking clock. Ellie says what? I knew that when I died, I wasn't going to go to heaven, but he never said anything about that or monsters. Dean says what a douchebag. He probably didn't say jack to Carl or Margot either. Ellie says Margie, Mar- Margie, Margie made a deal, so she's. Dean says she's gone. Ellie says... She's toast. She is very dead, if you remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ellie says, Oh, God, I, uh, a few years ago, Carl got drunk. He told me he did some kind of magic at a crossroads, summoned a demon. I put two and two together, and when I saw what that thing did to him, I just never knew about Margie. I thought I was next. Dean says, And you didn't run? Ellie says, Where would I run? All I wanted was one last meal... Some good tunes, and maybe... And then she looks at Dean. <laughs> and, then Dean and then Dean looks at the bed. <laughs> and Ellie says, I don't want to die. And they both look up when they hear howling in the distance. And then Ellie gasps when Dean's face turns demonic. She says, Dean, what's happening? Dean says, Ellie, whatever you're seeing, it's not real. It means the hellhound, it's close. Oh, and then,
0: weird and distorted. Yep.
1: And then Dean's face goes back to normal. Dean says, look, you need to stay inside this circle, okay?
0: Imagine if she was boffing him and then she saw that face.
1: Oh, my God, that'd be the worst. That
0: would be terrifying. Uh,
1: (laughs) Instant clench. (laughs) Oh, that would be like,
0: just just run,
1: you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he draws a circle using the goofer dust. And Ellie steps inside the circle. Ellie says, Dean... And Dean says, no matter what happens, you stay inside that circle. You understand me? Ellie nods and Dean closes the door behind him. Um, so Dean is outside Ellie's door. Um, he walks through the barn, puts his holy oiled glasses on and slides one barn door open. Uh, He now has the demon killing knife in his hand and we hear the hellhound growling. He approaches the outer barn door. Um, It's open. We see the outline of the hellhound through Dean's glasses. It's growling and snarling. Dean says, Oh, so you're Crowley's bitch. I guess pets really do look like their owners.
0: <clears throat> oh <my.
1: laughs> um, Dean says, What are you waiting for? Come and get it. The hellhound attacks Dean and claws at his left side. Dean is thrown into a wall, falls down, and drops his knife, and the glasses fall off his face. Dean says, Ah! <laughs> The hellhound stomps towards Dean, and we see its paw prints in the dust, and we can see its breath. Suddenly, there's a gunshot, and hellhound blood sprays everywhere, and it whines in pain. Sam enters the barn wearing the glasses and shoots the hellhound again. It whines and growls. Sam grabs Dean's knife out of the dirt. uh, That's not what he does. Sam spots Dean's knife in the dirt and Mm -hmm. rolls towards it. Uh, The hellhound attacks Sam. And Sam, who is lying flat on the ground, holds the hellhound off with his left hand, which would be really hard. That's a big-ass dog. I know, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he slits the hellhound's belly with a knife in his right hand. The hellhound is gutted, and Sam is bathed in black blood. Yuck. The hellhound it's like dies. Oh, yeah, that was gross. The hellhound dies, and the brothers look at each other. <clears throat> uh, Sam looks at his blood... Covered hand holding the knife and then lets it flop to the ground. So we cut to Ellie's room. Dean pats his left side and we can see his clawed t-shirt with the white bandage under it. Um, Ellie says, "You need to go to a hospital." Dean says, "Oh, I've had worse." Ellie looks towards Sam and his shirt is covered in black blood and he's uh, holding his own. Her, uh, sorry i don't know why i wrote that i'm just not even gonna say <laughs> sorry <laughs> sam says yeah he's had worse ellie says so what now dean says now we make a hex bag and you start running if crowley can't find you then he won't be able to stick another mud on you ellie says so i'm not going to hell dean says not on my watch will you give us a minute Ellie says, sure.
0: He's like, well, actually, you probably are, but at least hopefully you'll get to choose your own timing rather
1: than, yeah, you know. right. So Ellie leaves. Uh, Dean snaps his fingers towards Sam. And Sam says, Dean, even if she can dodge Crowley, as soon as Ellie dies, her soul is earmarked for hell. Dean says, not if we shut it down first. Um, Sam says, the spell's not going to work for you, Dean. Dean sighs, and he puts the paper with the spell um, out of his pocket and chants the spell. He looks around, but nothing happens. He says, doesn't matter. We'll track down another hellhound, and I'll kill it. Sam says, no. Dean says, Sam, I didn't pass the test. Sam says, but I did. Like, hello. Yeah, and I'm doing the rest of them. Dean says, my ass you are. Sam says, I'm closing the gates. It's a suicide mission for you. Dean says, Sam... Sam says, I want to slam hell shut too, okay? But I want to survive it. I want to live, and so should you. You have friends up here. Family. I mean, hell, you even got your own room now. (laughs) You are right, okay? I see a light. You didn't
0: even want to leave your room to go over here. Why would you want to leave your room permanently? (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) He says, I see a light at the end of this tunnel, and I'm sorry you don't. I am, but it's there. And if you come with me, I can take you to it. Dean says, Sam, be smart. Sam says, I am smart, and so are you. You're not a grunt, Dean. You're a genius. And when it comes to lore, to, you're the best damn hunter I've ever seen. Better than me, better than dad. I believe in you, Dean. So please, please believe in me too. Dean slaps the paper into Sam's hand. Sam chants, there's a whooshing sound. Sam goes a little (laughs) 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 bug-eyed. He twists around and then falls to his knees and grunts in pain. Dean says, Sammy? Sam says, uh... He didn't say anything. He just grunts more. (laughs) Dean says... Sam says, (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, Sam! And we hear a crackling sound. Sam drops the paper with the Enochian symbols, and the veins in Sam's right hand and arm are shining with bright white light. He's grimacing in pain. Dean says, You okay? Sam is still gasping. The bright like, white I'm fine. light I'm just burning up. It's so okay. yeah. The bright white light disappears from his hand and arm, and he clenches his fist and then grabs a paper and stands up. Sam says, I'm good. I'm okay. I can do this. And credits. <laughs> so I only have
0: two thoughts. <laughs> uh, okay. I had to look. I was like, mm, one, two. Okay. Um, I really like their glasses. <laughs>
1: I really like Dean and glasses. Yes, <laughs> Sam
0: and glasses w- was good still, but like mm-hmm. Dean and glasses. Yeah, that was an, <laughs> hello, <laughs> uh, an
1: unexpected gift. Yeah. I know.
0: yeah, like I am fine with this. This is totally okay. <laughs> um, also, so like, Sam, I, Sam wants to survive, but Dean doesn't. So like, I don't know. To me, like. If you don't think that whoever's doing this is going to make it out, mm-hmm. then, like, who do you think should do it? Like, Dean clearly is like, I'm fine with dying. That's okay. And right. Sam's like, I want to live. Well, what if you don't? You know? Yeah. But also, like, yeah, he's going to fight harder to get through it and, like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then, like, Dean would just be like, mm, well, whatever. Yeah. You know? So, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's good that Sam is doing the trials, but also, like, I don't know. It was kind of one of those... I remember watching it the first time and being kind of like, I don't really know, like, who should do this, you know? Like, who, like who's in the right here? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I don't... But- I'm not sure either, to be honest. I... What I took from all that was just that, like, I, I hate that Dean, like... Thinks so little of himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like saying it's just oh a for grunt sure, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Sam is not. The you know, no,
0: he's not. Like <laughs> Sam does. Sam is a researcher, sure. but that doesn't mean that Dean is stupid. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Sam's a little bit of a geek, but Dean also knows a lot of things too. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know. And Dean's a little bit of a geek too. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Different things, different reasons, but still. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what was your favorite moment from this episode?
1: Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked when Dean was uh, following the music. Ellie to music. Ellie oh yeah, yeah I went mm-hmm. the I touch myself song <laughs> I, love, I love that song so it's uh, hilarious that you know that was that what happened. was playing. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so um but yeah she goes in or he goes in and she's all like all right
0: <laughs> yeah and
1: she like she kisses him and and they have their little innuendo, and he's yes. he's looking at the bed like, like hmm. Hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I just like the whole exchange. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't hook up. To be honest.
0: Yeah, but I I like it better that they didn't though. Why? Just because not because like I care about who Dean hooks up with, but I think it's just like it made it a little bit more meaningful, the whole, like, conversation that they had and all that sort of stuff, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I don't know, it, I, I think it was just...
1: I think they could have had all of those words while boffing.
0: <laughs> I mean, not that they couldn't have, <laughs> but I don't know, I, yeah. It just seemed more, like, thought out and, like, Dean was like, I care about you not just because I boffed you, you know? Yeah, like, right. You know? <laughs> so, anyways.
1: Okay, so what was your favorite moment?
0: My favorite moment was Dean in glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I like this episode. I think it's good, you know, but I definitely, I don't know. There's not really, like, a lot that, like, stands out to me in this episode, other than the whole, like, you know, arguing about who's going to do trials, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. yeah, So.
1: One thing I was surprised they didn't do in this episode, because they've done in, I don't know if they've done it yet, um, but, this isn't really a spoiler, but, um, is have, you know, the, like, older Cassidy daughters, like, hit on Sam. Oh. You know, I was surprised they didn't have yeah. that, like, cougars on Sam, you know? Like, I know, yeah. Like, that seems, that that happens a few times. Instead, so they just it's like irritated thing. with
0: him. Yeah.
1: You know? I, I know. Just, I just wanted to be like, don't you want to boff him? Like, I mean, all the old ladies do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not that they're old, you know. No, but older. All, but still, they're older than him. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think it's just because he's tall, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like... You get an old lady that's like, oh, he's tall <laughs> and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> I want a piece of that. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. And very fit. I know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, um, so the interesting facts from this episode, let me get them pulled up because I am too slow. Ah, you're um, fine. <laughs> so the first one, it's this is, it says, this is the first time we see what hellhounds actually
1: look like. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't remember if we see Hellhounds again.
1: I don't remember either. I want to say no, but I don't know if that's true.
0: <laughs> I don't, yeah, I have no idea, but uh, this is, we've seen the Hellhounds now. Yes. <laughs> um, it says when Kevin tells, um, that, no, Sam and Dean, he just says them. When Kevin tells Sam and Dean about the trials to seal the gates, um, San, San, Sam, Sam <laughs> acts at, Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> Sam asks if there are trials like law... If they are trials like law and order. <laughs> oh, God. To which Kevin replies, more like Hercules. Um, this is in reference to the 12 labors of Hercules um, meant to be feats so difficult they seem impossible. Um, the Three trials are very similar to this. Okay. Um, it, which... I don't know to me like we've only seen the first one but like yeah finding the hellhound is hard but like killing it yeah, it kind of gave you directions, you know. Like, yeah, not... I guess,
1: and I wonder, like, if you have to like bathe in its blood, like if you can wait till it's dead and then just like pull out some blood, like, <laughs> I splash know, splash it on you. Like, oh, I'm sure. Or that, if you like, have to like do it the way Sam did, you know. I
0: would guess that as long as you kill it and then you end up covered in its blood somehow, okay, <laughs> that would count. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to be the one to kill it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think that was part of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, When Ellie sees Dean wearing glasses, she says that she likes the Clark Kent look. <laughs> yes. Yes, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it says, Jensen Ackles, who plays Dean, played Jason Teague uh, throughout the fourth season of Smallville from 2001, um, a TV series about Clark Kent before he became Superman. Uh, furthermore, Jensen was considered for the role of Clark Kent, which eventually went to Tom Welling instead.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Which, I think, is that, like, the only thing that he's in? I only, like, I know Tom Welling, but just from that, and I haven't even, like, watched that, but I know he was in it. He was
1: on Lucifer for a few episodes. Or almost a whole season. What?
0: Who did he play?
1: He played, um... I'm, like, not remembering at all. I can't remember who he played. (laughs) He he played, like, a cop. You know? I think maybe, like... Whatever her name is, I haven't watched Lucifer in a long time. Is it Chloe? Is that her name? Uh Uh-huh. I think like her boss, maybe? As opposed to just like another person like equal, you know. Equal rank. But um he ended up being spoiler alert (laughs) your ears if you don't want to get spoilers (laughs) for Lucifer. (laughs) He ended up being that season's bad guy. I, and I can't remember who he was. Like, I can't remember. He was somebody famous, like Kane or some... I can't remember. I can't remember. Huh. Yeah.
0: I don't remember.
1: <clears throat> I'm sure that... If
0: I were to probably look it up, I would know who you were talking about. He gets about,
1: engaged but. to Chloe. And then... What? For some reason, he wants to kill her.
0: And so it's this starts, must have been
1: towards the beginning. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the first season, though, I don't think. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're all over the place here. (laughs) Yeah. But it's the scene, you know, where, like, Tom Welling and his minions are trying to kill Chloe, and they're, like, in this room and, like, shooting at her, and Lucifer, like, you know, wings out and, like, wraps them around her and, like protects her, you know? Uh, I remember that. And, like, you can see the bullets hitting his wings and getting all bloody, and he's just, like, screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do vaguely remember that part, but I don't remember (laughs) the rest of that. Although I'm sure that if I were to look, I probably would. So, whatever. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That was a really cool scene. Yeah. I thought. Yeah.
0: Huh. I mean, I remember that scene where he's, like, you know, bulletproofing her or whatever, but...
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That sounds weird, but it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So, it says, Dean tells Sam to keep an eye on J.R. and gang. He's talking about J.R. Ewing, uh, the scion of the Ewing clan in the 1970s, um, nighttime soap opera Dallas from
1: 1978. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never watched it. They did Never a remake, I think, or like a continuation um, not too long ago, just a couple years ago.
0: Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound familiar to me at all. But I don't. I've never watched soap operas, so you yeah. Know. Yeah. Neither. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, it says when Kevin tells Sam and Dean that they need to kill a hellhound and bathe in its blood to close the gates of hell, Dean replies, "If this means icing all demons, I got no problem gutting some devil dog and letting Calgon take me away." Um, he's quoting to the or he's quoting the 1970 slogan of the Calgon bubble bath products,
1: which okay. seems like a
0: weird thing to <laughs> quote. That is. Yep. I don't know. How does bubble bath and hellhounds <laughs> like? You, know, you
1: bathe in both.
0: I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it says Sam's. Er, Sam finds a possible crossroads deal, and Dean says, let's go visit the Beverly Hillbillies. Um, He's referring to the 1960s TV sitcom, The Beverly Hillbillies, from 62, um, about the Ozark Mountain Clampets who strike it, or who strike oil rich, who strike it oil rich, this is a weird sentence, um, and head to Beverly Hills with swimming pools and movie stars. Mm. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Beverly Hillbillies? Oh, I have the best of the Beverly Hillbillies. I'm going to have to bring it to you at some point, and you need to watch it. Okay. <laughs> the Cement Pond, where they're talking about, like, the swimming pool out back, because they've lived, like, in the woods their whole life, and, like, you know, killing squirrels to eat sort of thing. Yeah, you know? okay. And, like, they move to this, like, mansion <laughs> mm-hmm. in L.A., and they have, like, a pond in, or, like, it's, not, it's a swimming pool. Okay. A big swimming pool, and they're, like... See, pond out back, you know. And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 and like, Granny's trying to like start a fire in the oven to like cook things, and it's oh, like God. you just gotta turn it on, you know. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing, and they thought that a flamingo was like a crazy demented chicken, you know, because like, <laughs> <laughs> they've never seen a flamingo before. Uh, you know, that's funny. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
1: it sounds good.
0: So. Anyways, um, uh, where am I? Okay, it says, uh, when Kevin asks where they'll find a hellhound, Dean says, well, hellhounds like to collect on crossroad deals, so all we gotta do is track down some loser who signed over a special sauce ten years ago and get between him and Clifford the Big Dead Dog. Um, he's referring to the children's book series, Clifford the Big Red Dog.
1: Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. Clifford. I do remember Very Clifford. Well.
0: Um, <laughs> it says, towards the beginning of the episode, Dean says that they need to find someone with a horseshoe up their bleep. Why don't they just, he says horseshoe up their ass in the episode. Why couldn't they write it in the, (laughs) I don't know. I find it funny that they wrote bleep though and put like the little (laughs) quotes around it. (laughs) Uh Or little asterisks around it um, to figure out who made a deal with the demon. Um, It says when Ellie goes to show them where the room is, there's a horseshoe on the door. Um, They eventually find out that she made a deal, hence the reason for the horseshoe on the door. Okay. Um... So, our research from this week, um, we went to Shoshone. I'm guessing that's how it's said. Idaho. Um, This is off of (laughs) magicvalley.com.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um,
0: And it's a haunted house in Shoshone. Cool. Um, So, it says, Too many and too frequent to ignore. Close encounters of a supernatural variety lend to an eerie aura to a historical boarding house in Shoshone. Longtime teacher and Shoshone City Councilwoman Jan Thompson um, believes that her home of more than 15 years is haunted because too many things have happened to ignore the possibility of paranormal activity. <laughs> it says the more than 20 room, century old building is Damn. the former Solega Sol- Solaga? Um, boarding house that Basque she- sheep herder Domingo Solega. Uh, um, built during the first decade of the 20th century. Eerie occurrences for Thompson and her now grown children begin July 1st, 1993, uh, the first night she and her children stayed in the house. <laughs> like, if this is happening within the first night you're there, leave. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know.
1: First night you're there. That's like, not right.
0: Whatever is in there is too comfortable with visitors, you know? Mm, <laughs> like, Yep. Nope. <laughs> um, it says. Um, Thompson related something had ha- that happened several years ago while she and her children were away and a teenage friend of one of her sons stayed alone in the house. Um, the kitchen door came flying open, she said. Later, the boy went to bed downstairs. He reported hearing footsteps coming from the second floor and then the clumping of something descending the stairs. Then he heard the footsteps downstairs and the bedroom door flew open. There was no burglar. He went, ho- er, he went home to his mom and dad. It scared him to death. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> um, it says, other strange occurrences, she said, have included footsteps coming from the empty second floor, a music, block, uh, music, blocks, a music box playing without human help, uh, the feeling that someone or something Thompson couldn't see was sitting on her, um, and the presence of something in bed with her when she was
1: alone. No, thank
0: you. Nope. Um, it says, on several occurrences, the air turned so cold, Thompson could see her breath despite hot weather. Hmm. Um, sitting on the home's back patio earlier this month, she told about two long-term uninvited guests. Um, during several years that she rented rooms, some tenants in Thompson's own children told... of seeing the spirit of a slender young woman with long, dark hair. They all identified her as the woman depicted in a painting hanging in the house's entry. The painting was there when Thompson bought the house. Okay, so, like, burn it.
1: I know, get rid of it. What are you
0: doing? No, don't get rid of it. Don't put that on somebody else burn it, you know, (laughs) like, uh, salt and burn. (laughs) Uh, It says several years ago, Thompson gave a female tenant a bathroom separate from the facilities used by men. Um, That tenant claimed that while she was showering at 5 a.m., a knock on the bathroom door was followed by the ghost of a young woman saying it was her time to shower. (laughs) (laughs) The tenant later identified the woman wanting to shower as a long dead figure in the painting. Um, there in, then there is room ten on the second floor, possibly lo- the location in the house with the most suspected paranormal activity. Uh, there was a guy that came and stayed there. He stayed in room ten. He was telling me that someone came in and picked up the bed and shook it. Thompson said, "She and several other people have reported seeing a man appearing to be in short, or er, appearing to be short in stature and dressed as a sheep herder of a century ago, um, in room ten and other, uh, and in other parts of the house." <laughs> i can't read <laughs> um thompson isn't scared of the sheep herder or any other uninvited guests and lets them know that she's in charge she said one night i was sitting at my computer desk and he came into my face i could feel him see him she said to the short of the short man i told him to knock it off <laughs> uh, jack Solaga, um, a grandson of domingo Solaga, frequently visited his grandmother um At the boarding house when he was a boy during the 1960s. I can definitely attest that the house is haunted, Salaga said. I stayed there many times. (laughs) Um, He said he suspects that the man Thompson and others have described as short and dressed as a sheep herder was his grandfather, uh, Domingo Salaga, who died in 1936 at age 55. Uh, He was a sheep rancher in Lincoln County as well as the boarding house's builder and proprietor. Um, Salaga said the woman in the portrait was his aunt who died at age 34 in 1945 while living in the house. You could feel a presence, there's no doubt, he said. I'll bet there's a dozen ghosts there. I know of a lot of people who died there, Salaga said. You could go spend a night there. You'll have an encounter. Do it if you've got the stones. (laughs) (laughs) He said he was forbidden by his grandmother from going into room 10 and she didn't want him venturing upstairs. Uh, Salaga reminisced that the basement was the most frightening place in the house. Uh, When I went downstairs, I definitely felt the presence of evil, he said. Salaga, now in his 50s, said he never ventures to the basement or the second floor when he occasionally visits Thompson at the house. Uh, Thompson summed up her impressions after 15 years of haunting. I am not afraid. I feel wanted and taken care of.
1: (laughs) Wow. I feel like
0: they're watching over me. Huh. I would not. Yeah, I don't think I would either. No thanks. That just seems awful. I guess no one's
1: been hurt.
0: Nobody's been hurt, but, like, when somebody's crawling into bed with you, no friggin' thanks, you know? Like, yeah,
1: that's a little.
0: Know your boundaries. A little weird. Like, yeah, no. Not even a little. Yeah. No thanks. I don't like it. <laughs> Um, so, we have a joint in this but moment. Yes, we do. <laughs> would you like to start it, or would you like me to start I it? I think you should. Okay. So, I'm over at Lynn's house, and normally, when we podcast, at least for the last few months, I've been using the computer at home. I haven't been using my laptop, because, hey... It's a piece of junk.
1: <laughs> it is very slow. It is very, very slow. Like, think it about randomly, slow and then know that it's way slower than that. Yeah, like, yeah. we're
0: talking like dial up here, folks. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, I.
1: World. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I have all of the episodes up until the ones that we're recording right now. Mm-hmm. on the computer at home. And so I get here and Lynn's like, oh, I didn't listen to the episode so that we were we supposed to publish we're supposed today. To publish today yeah. So like, we need to listen to it to make sure it's all there. And we spent two freaking hours listening to this stupid episode. It wasn't a stupid <laughs> now, episode. No, I mean, you know what I mean, though. It's, it's not like, <laughs> still, you know, like we spent two hours killing time
1: When we could have been podcasting. When we could have been
0: podcasting. Should have been podcasting. Should have been podcasting. podcasting Because, hey, literally the second that she's like, okay, we can go publish it now, I'm like, shit. (laughs) It's at home. Yeah. (laughs) An hour and 15 minutes away. (laughs) Yeah.
1: On the other computer. On the other computer. And so we didn't have to listen to that two hours. (laughs) We
0: didn't. (laughs) I mean, now it's done. So there's that, and at least now, like, I You'll can... will publish it you know, when you go home yeah, on Monday. Yeah, I can do it when I go home, fine. it's just like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because, <laughs> I mean, hey, like, you, like it could have been listened to, like, anytime while I was on my way home on Monday or whatever, mm-hmm. so that way we can spend that time, like, podcasting or just in general hanging out, since we don't get to see each other very often. Yeah. You know, it's just like, um... This is frustrating.
1: Yeah, I know. And we were we were listening to the episode with like Killian and Eric and my mom in the room, uh-huh. and so everyone's like having actual conversations, and like oh, yeah. I can like hear. I will the...
0: take responsibility for probably most of those
1: conversations. <laughs> happening. That's okay. Like, how dare you talk to my family? Um, I uh, I just so I didn't really like listen to the episode. Yeah. I could just like just hear our all voices. Yeah, yeah, there's there's content happening at yes. all times. There wasn't
0: like weird blank spaces or anything like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so. so so I don't actually know what what the episode... <laughs> but we what know happened. it's there. Yeah, <laughs> and well, it'll, it'll get published, and, you know, this w- episode that you're listening to now will be published, like, much later than that. Oh, but, for sure. But we're sorry that it's this late. This is
0: episode, what, 14, and we were listening to episode, like...
1: I do not know. I don't even know. I'm just going to throw a number out there. Eight. Seven or eight? Yeah. yeah. I think it was
0: seven or eight, but, um, yeah. So, that's our big ol' legit moment. We wasted two hours, and we could have gotten a whole extra episode done. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we're publishing it late. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. But at least it's done now. Yeah. We still have to figure out what to say about said episode, since we have no idea what happened in it. Oh, crap!
1: I didn't even think about that. We have no
0: idea what it's about.
1: That's fine.
0: We'll have to just look up which episode it is, and then just kind of go. I mean, that's kind of generally what we do is go more off of like what happens in the episode rather than like what we talked about in the episode, mm-hmm. at least anymore. Yeah,
1: sometimes because you know? we mean, can't sometimes. remember what
0: we say. You yeah, know? like right. <laughs> at this point, we just talk a lot. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, you know,
1: yeah, you what know, it is. It's fine. It's fine. So we're sorry for lots of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At some point we'll get it together. Yep. We're only almost halfway done. <laughs> Have we gotten it figured out yet? No. No,
1: no, it's still it's still new. I still get um like nervous butterflies before we podcast. No, oh, I don't. I do. I think
0: I kinda like go into like La La Land half the time. <laughs> you know, I'm like just like, okay, this is what's happening right now. And that's all I've got, you know? Uh, (laughs)
1: Yeah, I always, like, it always takes me, like, a a page or two of the script before I stop being, like, oh, my God, I'm talking, and people are going to listen to this. (laughs) Like, like why?
0: Why do people listen to this? (laughs) I feel like I'm at the point where we've been doing it for so long that I'm, like, Completely dissociated from anybody listening to it. I'm yeah. just talking more again. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Does anybody listen? I don't know. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah, there's <laughs> obviously no... we've got a
0: few, you know, but yeah, still. there's no
1: way for us to know uh, that we have found anyway of, uh, yeah. uh to find out how many listeners there are. Like we have,
0: like a kind of a total of how many episodes have been downloaded or how many just times from a couple sites though
1: it doesn't yeah it
0: doesn't show us everything, doesn't count everything and then it doesn't I mean the thing is is with especially technology nowadays if somebody subscribes right it'll just automatically download so that's probably a good chunk of the downloads yeah <laughs> is people automatically downloading it you know mm-hmm. um so it's like, okay, but did you, like, are you still listening? I have plenty of podcasts on my phone that, like,
1: yeah, me I too. don't listen
0: to, but I still keep getting the episodes mm-hmm. for, you know? So yeah. it's like, okay, how accurate is any of this?
1: So I guess but. the question is, is anybody out there? <laughs>
0: are we by ourselves or do we have-
1: <laughs> We're not really sure. <laughs>
0: um, we've um, heard from a handful of friends, yes, so we know we've got some. Yes,
1: um, one way that you could let us know that you are out there <laughs> is by emailing us. <laughs> we would really, really love to get an email from somebody, like yeah, especially you. Oh, yeah, we but have. Not but, a lot, you know. But we would also like to get an uh, It's a but moment, so yeah. we can read. you know read it during the podcast and we don't have to say your name yeah no you know you don't want but just be
0: like hey call me anonymous or like you can make up a name and be like call me this name and whatever you know like hey Crowley sent this in you know yeah who even
1: cares you know right but yeah it would just be nice to know that we're not the only (laughs) (laughs) we're not the
0: the only stupid ones (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) oh man, but
1: yes Uh (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to us and our shenanigans. You can email us at idgitsandasputspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Asputs A Supernatural Podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and send us your Idjit and Asput moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.